everybody thanks for checking out basically biblical we have something very different today on the channel um, we actually have a conversation we did with Cameron and Leanne Robinson it's going to be something that is very good I think a lot of you are going to be blessed by it it's very interesting and despite the subject matter it's a fairly lighthearted conversation I think despite what they've gone through uh, Cameron and Leanne both have done a really really good job of kind of um, being able to, to go back and, and go through this stuff um, and and make it an easy conversation to have. Um, I will say that this, this video is one conversation that's broken up into two videos. The end of the second video does end a little bit abruptly. We had some technical difficulties. Um, but after we finished recording, we did actually discuss coming back and doing some additional content some follow-up, uh, kind of focusing more on the spiritual journey that they both went through throughout this uh, ordeal. And so you can be looking forward to that, even though this one does kind of end a little bit abruptly, um, there is going to be some more that, that follows up, I think with both of them kind of individually, their, their own story. So keep an eye out for that. If you wanna make sure that you see that, make sure that you are subscribed and you like and you have your notifications turned on. Appreciate everyone coming and watching this and all the support that we've been getting. Um, I really hope this blesses you. I think it will. So God bless. So this has been a, a very lonely experience because it's nothing that one of the hardest things that working with her, working at the same place where your kid goes to school is in, in a small school and her dressing like she did and that brings me to the point when she the reason she dressed like she did uh, initially was i thought she was going to kill herself and so i thought at this point I, I mean i'd much rather her walk around looking like a dude than to be dead maybe we can get through this and one day laugh about it is what i was hoping and lord forbid i say it's a phase because those were fighting words you i was not allowed to say this was a phase because this is who she was it's just it's how it was going to be forever and ever and i needed to accept that i now have a son and she was grateful that i named him cameron because cameron is a boy or girl name she doesn't even have to make any changes to her name that is but she's gonna make some more changes and the day that she walks through my door with a full beard, I am going to have to address her as my son. Yes, that's, I said that. And I said, no, I'm not. And when she said <laughs> my pronouns are him and they, I said, that doesn't even make sense. They is plural and you are one person. I don't even understand how them and they, I identify as them and they. You are one person. That does That's stupid. That tells you this whole idea is stupid. Yeah. I mean, I'll just get on a crazy train about this stuff. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, like I, I was saying earlier, I went through like a progression. It wasn't just right out of the gate. This is what I choose to identify as. And then that's what it was the entirety of the two and a half years. It was, you know, it started out lesbian. Then it was, you know, bi gender. Where some days I feel like a girl, some days I feel like a boy. Then it was, you know, this, 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 and then it was non-binary. Or cis. I'm like, a what? Well, like, sister? I mean, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't care. Okay. I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah, and, and y'all might wonder, this is this is how I did not understand. I, when I thought she was going to, like, kill herself, I'm like, put on some Levi's and a button-up if that makes you, if you're going to live. I mean, good Lord, don't kill yourself over this. 
yes, we'll get your hair cut. I don't care. It's just hair. Because I remember a long time ago, somebody very smart said to me, let your kids do some things that you don't agree with. Tell them, don't always tell them no, because there are going to be some things as they get older that you're going to have to say no to. And if you let them have just a little leeway along the way, they won't rebel so bad. And I think it was like referring to, when do you let your daughter shave her legs? I'm like, she's not shaving her legs, you know, that kind of thing. Just let her. It's not going to change the end of the world. And you're going to have to tell her no on some really big things later on. So but also like she, like I'm going to expose you for a second. In high school, she got a perm and she hated it. And she thought it was a great idea. And then as soon as it happened, now looking back, she's like, why did I do that? I looked awful, right? Well, she expected me to, I want to get my hair cut. I want to get my hair cut. And then I said, did I get my hair cut? Be like, mom, why'd you let me do that? That's what she expected to happen. That's not what happened. And so I got my hair cut. I was like, I love it. Look, you know, and she was like, well, wait, what? Well, yeah. Okay. I got off. I was like, I kind of went along with things at first because first of all, I was just, I think looking back, I was in just total shock of what was happening. So, okay, we're going to roll with it. It was 2020. So there was a lot of shock going on. And that's also why my progression was super fast because I was just alone in my room 24 hours a day. Well, and you're wondering why. Let's, let's recap just a second. March 2020 was spring break. And we did not go back after spring break. School was canceled. It was virtual. Basically right. non-existent. Okay. And my grandmother was 93 and lived in our backyard. We built, had her a little house and she was 93 and she was, her health was failing. That was March. Mamaw died on April 1st. Okay. So I was wrapped up at, from spring break the last two weeks of March. Cameron was in her room and grandma was dying. But then my mother, my mother, we got mamma situated and put away. Uh, it sounded terrible. Not anything like that. I mean, you got grandma, you know, got her things cleaned out. My mother from May to August, right after mamma, then my mama had four aortic aneurysms and had to have a complete synthetic aorta 18 inches of synthetic put in and that's the same grandma who survived breast cancer yes so and all the i bleed and because i'm a teacher and not working i became my mother's main caregiver and this is when cameron got into all this stuff really take that back take that because that's whenever you became aware of that's when i figured it out this started way prior this started around christmas new year's because i told myself Right, New, three year, months New year, I'm going to be honest with myself. Fingers in my face. Sorry, I'm going to, you know, be my true self and my true identity, you know, all that stuff. That isn't true. Her, her New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, my New Year's resolution was. I'm going to bust right out of here in my. Bust right out of the closet with rainbow flags wrapped around my neck. I mean, she had me so convinced that this was, like, who she was, and I knew so little about it. That I actually bought her a binder. I'm one of those, like, did I didn't even know what a binder was. I thought it was just a fancy sports bra. A chest binder is compressed, just a compression. Are y'all aware of all this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? You For $19.99 and free shipping, you can get the whole set. You can, Is it a packer? Yeah, that's not a car. I didn't get one, but you're just. No, you made mind. one. I saw one. Yeah. I found one. That, that, that you can get a chest binder and I, y'all think I'm crazy. Remember when I grabbed it right out your britches? Yeah. It was terrible. 
I mean, like, I lost my mind. That's so embarrassing. Yeah, you know what's embarrassing is watching your daughter walk around thinking she's a boy and she ain't and got some fake junk in her britches. That's what's embarrassing. And I straight grabbed it right there in the house and was like, oh, my God, I could not even believe this is happening to my life. I'd gone too far where I was. You went too far. On I was wearing boy underwear and I had salt on. I'm a, I sew, which is a female trait. <laughs> I had sewn like little pouches in all of the underwear so that. She had made her testicles and a penis out of some fabric. I, I crocheted it. She crocheted. She's very crafty. Very crafty. I crocheted and sewed. He's <laughs> uh, terrible. I, I, I mean, this is when I said we have to laugh. I mean, it's awful. It's awful. It really well, is awful. I mean. But it's. It, it's good to, especially now being on this side of it, kind of look back and, and be able to have Thank a, you, Jesus. Yes. a sense of humor, but also, uh, I mean, you know, and even like, you know, I've seen um, kind of some posts and, and things that <clears throat> both of you have made and shared and um, you, I can tell like you're, you're very much, I'm, you're, you're laughing at what you've been through and making, making joke of it. But I can also tell from what you guys have posted and things like that that you don't make light of the situation and like what's going no. on. Um, we laugh through it a, to keep from driving ourselves crazy. Exactly. Yeah, I could I could break down and cry, and I'm not a crier. But those in the midst of this storm at school, at work, and things, yeah, I've really isolated. I lost, you know, I turned away from people, and I could tear up about it right now because I don't want to hear about how great your kid is or how wonderful I mean and I know that was selfish but I just didn't feel like anybody understood or if you said your daughter this or your anybody nobody had a problem as big as me <laughs> you know I didn't yeah. feel like anybody no matter what so what your kid got caught you know at parking or drinking or smoking or whatever <laughs> at least she's at least she's not thinking she's a boy you know <laughs> yeah see supported me i say that in air quotes because she didn't but you she pretended to support me until at first until about thanksgiving of 2020 and then that's when you were like jk i don't that's when i had and called up to my and then I into the word about I to figure it out and then i had a uh suicide attempt after that and i got um uh Inpatient. admitted admitted into a psychiatric inpatient facility on december 1st and just just yes and, and let me just all the other parent everybody wants to know what to do don't take your kid to a therapist don't take your kid to take a your kid to church take your kid to church <laughs> because because first of all they that any therapist that's doing therapy is there because that's you know hopefully and they're they calling but that's also their paycheck and, and they so legally babies. can't say they have to affirm yeah they yeah. can't say ah uh, you're just well, look, this way because when I get there with her at this renowned place, I mean, Tiger Woods went to this place. I mean, we got some good insurance. I mean, we went to the Tiger Woods place, okay? And um, I'm telling them we're here because she's having some identity issues, and I'm not having issues with this. I know what she is. And they're out of the, like, stop. Wait a minute. They asked me with her sit right there. What would she like to be called, referred to as? Like, what were her pronouns? I'm like, 
folks, I'm telling y'all, she's here because she's a girl and thinks she's a boy. She's a girl. Yeah, and out of the, like, 15 folks that were, like, the adolescents that were there with me, about five or ten of us identified, you know, as some sort of LGBT. I was just a party house. It was just great. affirmed us. So they they asked us what we wanted to be called, and they, they called us that. Whether that be a different pronoun, whether that be a different name. You know, like... But I didn't know all this because you can't talk to them. There was one girl who, like, growled at people. And, like, oh, that's kitty cat in the corner. Like, it was like... They had some furries. <laughs> furries up there, too. That's, I'm like, what? So that's, <laughs> that's a whole other story. I've seen I've seen a lot <laughs> of... Um, and we, we kind of talked with, with this with one of the, the recent episodes we've done. Um, but there's even... Uh, there, there's stories and I've actually seen these cases they're confirmed where um, it's not to this extent in, in America, at least not yet. Thank God. But in Canada, um, I know of a, a case where there's a, a, a mother and a father that are divorced and they had a daughter. The daughter came out and said that she was actually a boy. The mother was affirming and was willing to go through and get the, uh, the surgeries and the hormone treatment they wanted to start it. The father said no. And what ended up happening was they actually ended up taking the father's rights away. Um, I've seen where uh, young kids. He went to, and he went to prison. Yeah, he went and to. And was fined like $30,000 for misgendering his own because, child. Because they, they have it labeled. If you misgender someone, it is uh, by law, legally, it is no different than if you were to walk up to him and hit him in the head with a baseball bat. It is a criminal, like a uh, violent crime. Yeah, right? they, they considered it a violent crime. Um, but even that's crazy. You know, I I uh, I do I follow. Uh, there's several different people I follow, and this is one that um, that one was from the what is a woman? Yeah, the where they talked about it on what is. I'm a not woman sure if you guys are familiar with the what is a woman documentary. Um, yeah, with the uh, what's his name, Matt, Matt Walsh. Walsh. Yes, yeah, well, and he, she couldn't. Yeah, so he's he's come out a lot and done a lot with this. I love him. I yeah, I'm, I'm a fan too. <laughs> I do. Oh, he, me too. I'm like yeah. So he, what is it? Go ahead. <laughs> no, he just he just recently had uh, one of his producers did a they they submitted they got a hold of so. The, the process for getting this stuff done, if you actually want to go through with one of the surgeries, you have to reach out and get paperwork from a doctor saying, yes, they have gender dysphoria, and then it goes on to the surgeon, and then, you know, whatever. Well, they have these companies, I don't remember the name of it, um, but one of Matt Walsh's producers actually called. He spent 22 minutes on the phone. That was it. And the doctor mm-hmm. had written him a letter giving them permission mm-hmm. to cut off his genitalia. Um, he gave them Absolutely. a fake name. He gave them a f- all, all fake information. None of it was real. Um, and he actually told them on the call several times, I do not have gender dysphoria. And they wrote that in the letter. And then when he texted them afterwards and said, hey, you wrote that I have gender dysphoria. I don't have that. They responded back with, well, we have to include that so that insurance will actually pay for it. So they're like, I mean, pushing this stuff. And it's just the... Uh, it's it's oh i know i can't and the thing is um, gender dysphoria you can have it if you say you have it there's no criteria according to the dsm5 on really what it is it's just if you feel feel it 
well, you know what? I, sometimes I just don't feel like getting up. Sometimes I don't feel this or feel that. You know, it doesn't matter. You you move on through it. And guess what? Another feeling will come up. Right. Which is what's happening, which is happening. I mean, I, thankfully, it, time is passing. And, and what we're realizing is it's, it, you know, they're saying do this, do this with this surgery. But it's not fixing the problem because the problem is not with your body. It's with your soul and your heart. And, and the reason Cameron had anxiety and depression is because she was resisting the way she was destined to be. She was going against what God designed her to be and reaching her potential as a child of God. And he made her and you trying to change it is why you have anxiety and depression. It's not because I don't accept you or because I am not proud of you. I'm not proud of this. This is embarrassing because not just on a personal or social, but I'm concerned about your soul because this is not God's plan for you. And you don't have the authority to go against what he has already designed you as in my womb before you were ever born. Yeah. Yeah. And like another way that like I was so easily entrapped into this was because I'm a very obsessive personality. Actually, going once I changed and found Christ, I started going to therapy again to kind of help me with everything that I had been through. And I was diagnosed with OCD and ASD. And that was kind of opened my eyes and, you know, allowed us to be like, oh, that's why. Because I, once I get learn about something, it becomes my life, right? I was obsessed with soccer for like two weeks, you know, like, like everything I love about soccer, right? Well, this is just like that, but it lasted two years. She's no. done that her entire life from Freddie Mercury to John Travolta. She did a small stint with Patrick Swayze. Then, I mean, and then she did it with, she was going to be an OBGYN. She did a whole presentation drive, brace board and all on placenta previa to my entire family. When she, when she met, she had a sequestered. I was like and, 11. And she's like, uh, I mean, she does have, and, and she has 133 IQ. 43. I have a lot of academic intelligence but not a lot of comments which makes and that led me to try to make her understand why she felt like she didn't fit in is in a school in a rural country school with 80 kids in your class there's not a lot to pull from there's not a lot of other quirky kids like her that are gifted to the amount that she is it's almost like her giftedness is a disability you know because of my low level of common sense and my (laughs) ability to judge character She's very naive. I'm very gullible uh-huh. and manipulable. Yeah, manipulative. Yeah, able manipulative. To, um, whatever. To the to, to a fault. Like she's brilliant and has a full, you know, scholarship. This mom, she ain't going nowhere. She she'll go to college in her little car, and her mama gonna know where she's at because I don't trust her to even find her car in the parking lot, much less to stay there, you know, and I, because I, I lost her for two years and now that I have her back, I don't want someone else to come in and put something. I don't think it would happen because her faith is so strong right. now and her, who she, her identity is, she knows who she is so much more. But I think during those transitional adolescent years, she just really 
didn't fit in with the group. Did, so she just, in her mind, something wasn't right, something wasn't wrong in that LGBTQ plus, LMNOP, whatever, cult, you know, even though they're the smallest, I mean, it seems like they're everywhere and there's really not that many of them. It's just that they are the squeakiest wheels and they try to cram it down everybody's throat. Right. And and that's what they did. And they, they grabbed a hold and she felt like she belonged. But let me tell you, the minute that she confessed that she had had it wrong, they dropped her like a wet noodle and you wouldn't believe the things they have said to her and to me. I've had to block people. Um, my child, poor child, you know, she's going to kill herself and her blood will be all over my hands because what kind of mother does that to their child? I'm like the one that's got enough sense to tell her that, that the truth. Yeah. It yeah. was really hard. It was bad. Not it was like, I went from having no friends because I identified this way. And then I found my group, my similar minded group, right. That, you know, I, that they, uh, what's the word? They not allowed encourage mm-hmm. bad behavior they encouraged they, they identified they um they used the pronouns that i wanted they encouraged me to drink alcohol they encouraged me to take medication that did not belong to me they encouraged me to do things with other people that i did not want to do they you know were not good people <laughs> and then as soon as i turned towards god and started feeling this awful conviction about all the things that i had done they dropped like flies you know, because they didn't love you. They were so not now, real. It's like I was so lonely because I felt very lonely in that time because I didn't have the people that truly loved me. Yeah. Right. But now I felt lonely because I didn't have friends anymore. Yes, I had the love from Jesus, which is, the, you know, best love you can have. But I needed someone physically in my life. Right. And I didn't have no friends. But now the friends that I do have are godly friends, and that's the best types of friends well, to have, especially when you've already gone through something similar to this. Well, we change like with, and and I know we're coming up on it, but the culminating all of that led to what led to this the change, other than uh, the miracle from God. What was me no longer just loving her through it and praying it would pass? I got mad. Her dad got mad. She got in big trouble at school. She I got suspended from school for vaping on a school bus at uh, <laughs> Southern Miss University. Um, we took a we took a trip there, and I got caught vaping, and then I vaped in the bathroom. We won't even talk about the day they called me to the office with you sitting in there. Yeah, and I felt awful. Oh. I knew that it was wrong, but and I knew that I shouldn't be doing it. But the reason that I did the, the reason that I hit a vape, the reason that I drank, the reason that I took medication was because it numbed the way that I was feeling because I was feeling so convicted and I was feeling so disoriented in my life because I felt, oh no, I don't belong as a girl I have to be a boy. But then after I became a boy that or became a boy, I felt even worse than I did to begin with. And I was just in so deep that I could not escape. And so I did these artificial, you know, fulfillments to fill that hole or to, you know, numb myself. And it ultimately led me to get well, in trouble and get suspended from school. Which was the big, was the catalyst that led to the turnaround. Well, it was the week of Thanksgiving. 
I got suspended on that Friday. So we had Thanksgiving week break. Then I had my suspension week. So I had two weeks off from school. No friends, no phone. Hold on. No nothing. Maybe some oxygen. Maybe some oxygen in small amounts. Yeah. But um, we took that phone and, and, you know, we've been to all these doctors and therapists. They had her on this drug and that drug, this uppers and days. It turns out the medicine that they had prescribed for me was not even supposed to be prescribed. It don't matter. We younger than 18 because it actually makes your suicidal behaviors worse. But you know what? I didn't worry about it because here's, they were like, you're supposed to, she was like, you can't just cold turkey me off this medicine. I'll, I'll commit suicide. I said, no, you won't not laying on the floor beside me. I made her sleep beside me. I made her, I mean, like, come on, we're going, I got to go to the bathroom. You got to sit in the bathroom and watch your mama take a bath. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it was awful. It was terrible. But and the withdrawal symptoms lasted for like detox for three months. She was, was she was addicted to technology. She was addicted to, she had, okay, she had TikTok, Snapchat, and all that kind of stuff. Look, she had nothing. I took, when she did get her phone back months, months, months later, I had reset it to the factory. I had, she's got about a 12 year old phone, you know, where I deleted every contact. And the only the one, the social media I have is Facebook. <laughs> and that's how I like it. And she's not, I mean, she just cannot. I cannot allow her. I can't keep up with technology, and to me, anything that disappears immediately by design is deception. And so I said, just don't. Yep. And, and she has that obsessive personality anyway where she does these rabbit hole, like she gets on these things. Just no, just no. You do not need – anyway, we took her phone from her. We took her off all her medication. I mean, I basically just stripped her of everything but oxygen and a little bit of food. And for two or three weeks, she went through a full-blown detox. And, you know, she says, I don't want my phone back. I mean, she, did, she didn't. She was scared. She was scared of the, the path that led her down. And it, it, it started with that darn phone and that social media. And I didn't want it anymore. And I just, like, I just got uh, Facebook a few months ago. Yeah, but ago. I'm fixing to take that off of you because you done got crazy on the marketplace. Be trying to get some, like. I spent all my money. He's buying all these clothes, secondhand stuff from people in the neighborhood on the buy sell trade. The only reason I <laughs> was able to get it or I wanted it was to keep up with my family, because I have nieces and you know all that. But if I if I if that wasn't a thing, I probably wouldn't want that either. Okay, well we can cancel the plan and you can just look on my phone when you want to know. That's fine. That'll save me a little money. Yeah, sounds like a plan. We come up with a new idea. <laughs> One thing I do want to make sure we touch uh, real quick before we, we, we hop off or wrap up or anything. Um, I want to uh, kind of give um, both of you a little bit of an opportunity just so for, um, for Cameron, what would you say to someone who is <clears throat> maybe either just seeing this stuff or someone who is, is deep in this stuff. Um, just any, any advice if, you know, if, if let's say by chance someone happens to watch this, that is going through that. Um, and you, you only have one thing you can tell them, uh, what would that be? And then for Leanne, I would kind of say the same thing, you know, if there's, let's say maybe a, a parent is, is trying to find resources and trying to find something, um, and they happen to come across this and, and you're able to tell them, you know, one thing, 
Um, and we'll let uh, have uh, Cameron. You can you can go first, and then we'll have Leanne follow up. You put me on the spot. Okay. <laughs> um, this sounds like if someone told me to do this, I probably wouldn't have wouldn't do it. But I would say seek God the same way you're seeking sin, you know. But that sounds like too cliche or like. If someone told me that whenever I was doing it, I'd be like, nah. So I'm trying to think of something that makes sense. Just don't completely tune the world out. Don't completely think that you're right all the time and that this is the only way to be. You know, seek other avenues. Maybe, you know, maybe just because you feel this way, it doesn't mean that that you are a boy. It could be, okay. Maybe you just don't like the way you dress, okay? Maybe you don't, maybe you're not the girliest girl. You don't have to wear dresses and paint your fingernails to be a girl. You don't have to like long hair. I don't have long hair and I, I'm fine with that. You know, you don't have, just because you don't like Barbie dolls and you don't like um, tutus doesn't mean that you're a boy. And just because you play with Hot Wheels and you play with monster trucks and you like to play outside doesn't mean that you're a boy. Okay, God designed you the way that you are for a reason. If he wanted you to be a tomboy, that's exactly who you are. My sister is tomboy as it can be. I've never seen her in a dress my whole life. Okay, does she think he's a boy? No. Why? Because she knows who God designed her to be. Mm-hmm. So that's just right. what I have to say. About and, and I'll keep mine. That'll, Cameron's that'll a redundant. Mm-hmm. Lots of acceptance. <laughs> um, my thing is, Listen to your hearts or listen to your heart, mama, dad. Uh, I could not affirm no matter how it would have been so easy. Our life would have been much easier on a daily basis inside the house. If I could have just said, it's fine, baby. You, They'll accept you or they won't. I love you regardless. I knew that I, no matter how much I loved my child, God loved her more. And I knew when I, I know that when I die and I go to heaven and I, and I stand before him and have to look at him and I have to answer to him for the deeds that I've done. Is he going, what would he think of me if I, if, if I had said, it's fine, you change how God made you. I could not, I could not let, I could not look God in the face and, and, and hurt him that way because I had to answer to God first, not to my child. And I could not, I could not affirm what I knew was a sin. And I told her I would love her unconditionally to the day I died, but I would never accept that this was the plan of, for her or that this is how God intended it to be. One thing to piggyback off that is that she didn't yeah. confirm. She didn't affirm me in any way, but because of that, Kids are going to do the opposite of what people of what people tell them to do. If someone says, don't touch the stove, you're going to touch it. Okay? So since she said, you're not a boy, I went deeper and deeper into it. So, yes, I agree. Stand firm. But also, stand firm in your faith. That's what I mean. My faith. But not just that, but avidly. Avid, whatever. Take your kid to church. Okay? Don't you, And don't just... Yes. Go to the, sit your kid front row, okay? 
they sit in the back seat. I mean, not in the back, the back, the side middle. I purposely don't sit with them at church because I know that they will be a distraction to me. Or you act like we talk or something. That I I sit by myself on the front row, so that that is the only my focus is a hundred percent on God. And on the we changed of- church. We had to change churches. We had to go where people didn't know us, and we we stumbled into the best. Spirit filled, God filled church. That's a whole nother story. We got to hurry up. We got there. We're going to have time. I'll keep it fast. We were going to a church. Don't call names. A Baptist church. Very small town, judgmental, stereotypical Baptist. Well, just where the kids we worked with and went to school with. Just our local, you know, the first Baptist. And we love them. I mean, we love them. It wasn't a good fit for Cameron. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that video. We release new content every week, twice a week, once on Tuesday and once on Thursday. So don't forget to like and subscribe so you always see the newest content we have coming out. If you want to, you can check out a playlist that's down here and it'll take you into another video of ours that we think you're probably going to enjoy. Thanks. God bless.